Cinema Obscura. From KYW in Philadelphia, it's a look at movies that may not exactly be considered mainstream, had a limited run upon release sometimes, but definitely worth a look. This week, it's a look at a couple of action movies, Drive from 1997 and 1984's The Adventure of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. I'm Steve Nikhazy, and I'm joined by independent Philadelphia filmmaker Andre Bennett. Hey, Steve. Andre, uh, a couple of action movies, and let's kick it right off, beginning with a movie that has a single-word title that uh, might be confused with a more recent film, A Bionic Man from Hong Kong, enlist help from a hostage and a woman to evade villains in San Francisco. And what a ride it turns out to be in this martial arts action comedy directed by Steve Wang. And just to be clear, Ryan Gosling is not in this one. No, he is not, but uh, Mark Dacascos certainly is. Uh, Mark Dacascos' people will probably know him at this point as the chairman on Iron Chef America. But before he got involved with that show, he had a uh, he had a really, really, really busy career in straight-to-video action movies. And in my opinion, this is one of his best. And just to be clear about this, not only is Ryan Gosling not in this one, but uh, it's also a movie in which... It won't alienate people if they're not into martial arts movies. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think so either. It's. Uh, I mean, it's a martial arts movie, but it's also sort of a. It's rush hour before rush hour happened in a way. Mm-hmm. Sort of a culture clash comedy, but not to the extent that rush hour was. But uh, it's also kind of like if you took the defiant ones in a way and sort of made it a uh, kind of goofy martial arts comedy. I'm having issues with uh, describing it like that, but it's it's funny. Now, the fight choreography uh, certainly has, you know, some some merit to it. The choreography was done by uh, Koichi Sakamoto, who is probably known more to people who follow that sort of thing as uh, the guy who does a lot of the fights for the Power Rangers series. He also has done a lot of work outside of that series, and here his fights have. They're very fast. They're very brutal. But at the same time, they're not they're, – there's no like rushing through them. It's all tightly constructed. I found the violence uh, to <laughs> – I, I, found, I, found, I found the fight scenes to be very interesting. It was certainly a lot of, a lot of action, a lot of uh, – uh, but certainly not over the top. I mean there, there was not a lot of gore involved in this fighting. Oh, no, definitely not. Not that I don't like gore, but <laughs> – right. uh, this is more of an, uh, I would say, approachable comedy in that it's relatively bloodless, but it's still a lot of fun. Let's talk about Kadeem Hardison for a second. People know him as Dwayne Wayne from A Different World. And here he plays a songwriter, uh, very much kind of uh, down and out. He's recently divorced. He's mostly getting drunk. And he gets kidnapped by this dude, uh, by Mark Dacascos' character, who has this thing in his chest called a bioengine. That gives him superpowers and they end up on the run and kind of teaming up because there's money involved. There's $5 million if they can get DeCascos and the bioengine to Los Angeles. Okay, So that's their plot and we have a clip. Yes. Here uh, the bad guys who are led by this uh, mercenary uh, Vic Madison uh, played by John Piper Ferguson. They've uh, they've caught up to our heroes and uh, they've brought them to this rock quarry where they're planning to more or less kill the one guy and wound the other so that they can easily get him to Hong Kong where they can get the bioengine back. You have become one festering boil on my 
Turbo Drive. Hi, excuse me. Hey, man, I don't know you, and uh, you don't know me, and I don't know what you want, and I really don't give a damn. I got a mission to get home and catch videos. Hey, so Bob Marley, quit your wailing. Have you boys become pen pals yet? Those hostage situations do tend to lend themselves to a sort of bonding experience, don't they? So, back to me, and video Sorry, song, Bob, I, it's my job. This gravel pit puts me in mind of that little trip we took to Kentucky a few years back. Was that when we took out the governor? Uh-uh, that was New Mexico. Kentucky was the VP of psychoplasmics. You remember that roast chicken we ate? Huh? <laughs> Damn, that was good. Them little garlic taters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just shoot us, Madison. Don't bore us to death. No, ho, 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 Madison. Just shoot him, okay? I enjoy chicken as much as the next man. Man after my own heart. Yeah, hey, you ever been to Popeye's chicken? Popeye's. Yeah, real spicy, spicy recipe. Extra spicy. It'll flip your wig, cousin. You don't say. Yeah. Kill this guy. <laughs> Drive from 1997, how to find it. It's uh, available on DVD, and uh, I believe it's still available on DVD. You can also find it for rent on Amazon. And I also wanted to mention Brittany Murphy is in this movie. This was after she broke out in Clueless. But as she was kind of getting bigger, it's uh, she plays a kind of loopy character. She runs a, a motel that her heroes uh, end up in and she ends up teaming with them. And it's a weird part. It's it's kind of on paper just stupid. Let's be frank. A lot of this stuff on paper is kind of stupid. <laughs> but the chemistry between everybody kind of elevates it. And Brittany Murphy just kind of goes on to show just how – just why she deserved to be uh, – as big as she got before her untimely death. So uh, I definitely recommend it. Despite the cliches and despite the rough dialogue, it's still a lot of fun. If you do a search, drive, and make sure you enter 1997 right yes. next to it. Cinema Obscura. We continue with one of my cult movie favorites from the 1980s. It featured a multi-talented character who was not only a race car driver, a neurosurgeon, but also a physicist and a comic book hero to boot. He joins up with his crew known as the Hong Kong Cavaliers to battle good and evil aliens from Planet 10 in the sci-fi action comedy The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. And Andre, I thought that Peter Weller played the title character with a lot of flair and charisma. He did. Uh, don't forget, he's also a rock star. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. The Hong Kong Cavaliers are also mm -hmm. his band. Uh, yeah, no, he, he did, but there's also a sense of deadpan humor. I think Peter Weller should have been bigger than he was, but he's also a guy who reminds me of Jeff Goldblum, who is in this movie in ways because his charisma is more offbeat, kind of a weirder sort of leading man, and also obviously his choices. They didn't often tend towards the mainstream, but that, you know, that's that's fine. He He – carved out a career playing these kind of like weirder sort of characters in this and, and in RoboCop and in Naked Lunch. So it worked for him, but he's – it's weird because Jeff Goldblum sort of, you know, was a similar sort of leading man and his career went further upward, I guess. Yeah. I guess in a, in a different world, I wonder if they would have kind of swapped career trajectories. Now, he did, he did this movie before he did The Fly. Goldblum, yes. Yeah. Yes. And I absolutely, as you mentioned, the dry humor, I loved it, delivered in, in countless line one-liners throughout the film. And that talented cast, not only including a Jeff Goldblum, who wears a cowboy, a movie, a cowboy costume. In the, in yes. This, adding to the bizarre nature of the film, but also John Lithgow, 
What a performance. He John Lithgow in. was amazing as Lord John Warfin or uh, Dr. Emilio Lizardo. Take your pick. His Some of his lines were just like amazing. Like when he um, just kind of dashes off, he says to someone, it's not my planet, monkey boy. And <laughs> just like the way he moves, it reminds me, do you remember Men in Black with Vincent D'Onofrio mm-hmm. as that alien who – Looks like he's wear he, he's supposed to be an alien wearing a human suit, and his the, the choices he makes and the movements just conveyed that so well. And Lithgow in this movie, you can't mistake that he's an alien who is not who is like you know not quite right. <laughs> right. He's uh-huh. it's it's amazing. Uh-huh. Here is a clip from Buckaroo Banzai, in which our hero and his crew rock stars are performing at a club when the show comes to an abrupt halt. Excuse me, uh, is someone out there not having a good time? Somebody somebody crying out there in the darkness? Somebody crying. I'm sorry. Um, can we get, can we get her a mic? And a spotlight. Uh, Tommy, can we run around? Uh, Mike, can we run around? Are you serious? Yeah, run around, Mike. What's your name? Who cares? Well, I care. What's your name? Penny. Did you say Peggy? No, my name's Penny. Penny, pretty. It doesn't matter. It's not important. I just, I just sponged up a little uh, too much fat 69. That's all. <laughs> I'm down to my last nickel in this lousy town. And they wouldn't even take my luggage and hop. I lost my room in the wildest morning. Hey, 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 no. Don't be mean. We don't have to be mean. Because, remember... No matter where you go, there you are. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, people actually started getting mean and snippy in the eighties, I guess. Well, it was the eighties. <laughs> yeah, it was indeed. That was uh, Ellen Barkin there as uh, as Penny, who bears an alarming resemblance to Buckaroo's late wife. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of backstory in this movie that is suggested through uh, various asides and gags and visual cues as well that suggests a much wider universe. It's like Coming into a comic book series at issue 17 as opposed to issue one. Right. For uh, nerds like me, it's it's perfect. <laughs> and we all you – know, people may be asking, well, how, how about the sequel? So, or, yes. Or the prequel for that matter. So the end credits begin with the promise of a sequel, Buckaroo Banzai Against the World Crime League, which was supposed to happen but never did because the movie failed at the box office. There's an urban legend that went around that the script for that movie was reworked into Big Trouble in Little China, which uh, mm-hmm. the director, W.D. Richter, wrote for John Carpenter. That's not actually true. Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah. a couple times there were uh, Buckaroo TV series in development, once I think in the 90s and uh, very recently as well from uh, Amazon. They had one in the works with Kevin Smith at the helm. The first season was supposed to be – just kind of an adaptation of the movie, and he said that the second season would be World Crime League, finally. 
didn't happen. Kevin Smith kind of bowed out because um, there's like a lawsuit against the original creators of the uh, movie and Smith didn't want to be a part of that. So right now it's still in limbo. But it's not the only movie that actually uh, that happened to. Remember Dr. Detroit right. promised uh, Dr. <laughs> Detroit 2, The Wrath of Mom? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, never promise a sequel when you don't know how the uh, first one's going to do. Yeah, that was the Dan Aykroyd. Movie, yes, right? yeah, that's also a yeah. weird one that uh, maybe we should revisit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. But, you know, it, it's a lot of fun to watch the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension go into it with, uh, well, let's see what this is all about if you haven't seen it before. Yes, um, it's I, it's wild. There's a lot, and uh, you, you may find yourself getting caught up in this world and wanting more. This is a lot easier to find than Drive. It is. It's available on uh, Blu-ray. I believe there's a collector's edition Blu-ray that was recently released. It's available on streaming. It's uh, it's fairly easy to find at this point. The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Andre Bennett with us. As always, thank you, Andre. Thank you, Steve. Cinema Obscura. And I'm Steve Nicasey, along with Andre Bennett. Cinema Obscura is recorded and produced in the KYW studios in Philadelphia. For more shows, check out the new Radio.com app, also on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Thanks for listening. Not for a while you can, monkey boy.